Mike and Andy here for Get Connected. You're live with the digital living experts. Got a fun show for you today. In a little while, we'll be uh, looking at some last-minute Christmas gift ideas. Christmas is only five days away. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's amazing, yeah. It creeps up on me every year. And it's kind of in the middle of the week, so it's a little different this year. I don't mind that. Yeah, well, breaks up the week. Mm-hmm. A lot of interesting things in the news. Uh, obviously, the uh, the whole hacker attack on Sony just keeps getting more and more interesting. The U.S. now blaming, officially blaming North Korea for the attack. Yes, I, you know, and I got to be honest. Uh, you know, back a few weeks ago, I just I was very skeptical that the North Korean government could pull this off to begin with. I'm still skeptical, but if the U.S. says it's so, it must be. <laughs> the interesting, when we were just talking about this before we went on air, is now North Korea is saying, no, we had nothing to do with this, but uh, we will work with you, the U.S. government, to find out who did. But if you don't work with us, there will be severe consequences. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't write this stuff. It's all about a movie, a comedy that was filmed here in Vancouver. We, the, we actually the saw the set last year, I remember yeah, looking at it. with Seth Rogen and uh, yeah, James Franco. Franco. And I, apparently, it's not like, I guess there's been a few reviews. It's not like a brilliant movie but to begin with. A couple of weeks ago, I told you, I'm like, people are going to want to watch this movie now. Even though it's been, it's supposed to be a really bad movie. Yeah. It's now a really good movie just because of the, the international crisis that's happening because of this. Well, it's interesting. This, uh, this whole Sony Pictures hack has just uh, been very, very severe for them. Uh, you know, the more that I'm look, you know, looking into it and you know, hearing how it all went down, it seems like one of their employees had their um, uh, credential card stolen mm-hmm. that basically gave them the keys to the castle, whoever stole it. That it's, it's really interesting what's going on in terms of the hacking. What they're doing is they're taking people that are very powerful up in Sony and threatening them to do embarrassing leaks, and they've already done some. Yeah. And so those people that are in So you in think it's just the tip of, of the iceberg? I, well, it's just interesting how they're doing this because they're targeting these people that are very powerful, saying we will release more stuff that will be very embarrassing for you unless you stop the release of this film. The fact that Sony... St- prevented this film being released, set a really bad precedent. And even President Obama said they made the wrong decision here. Um, so it was almost fear. People in position of power were feared. They didn't know what else was going to be leaked. They have pretty much access to all the information on Sony's servers and computers. And who knows what else is in there. But from what we've just seen, some of the leaks and the emails, it was very, very embarrassing. Well, Sony countered uh, Obama's remarks there about you know them making a mistake and saying basically um, you know a lot of, it was out of their control in many cases because a lot of theaters just refused to screen it at that point for whatever fear security fears or what have you so they had to end up canceling it. But it didn't seem that they were very proactive about keeping this no, movie up. No, they no. just it was like they're looking for a scapegoat. It's like oh the theaters don't don't want to air it, so we're just not going to air it. So they were trying not to take the blame for it. Do you think it'd be different if it was like a Lord of the Rings, you know, Hobbit or, you know, an Interstellar, you know, a movie that they knew was going to generate like big bucks? No disrespect to the interview. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet, but do you think it would be different? But the thing is, this whole started because they're kind of mocking North Korea. Yeah. And and their supreme leader, Kim Jong-un. So it's hard to say because... This has never really happened. Think of all the movies that have been released. This is the first time a country 
is trying to target another country over release of a comedy film. You can't. This is a movie in of itself. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there will be a movie about this. <laughs> yes. It's kind of sad. Anyway, we're going to keep following this uh, and, and see uh, where it goes. I think uh, we haven't heard the end of it. No, absolutely. As far it, this, as this further will go leaks. right into the new year, I think. Yeah. BlackBerry trying to win back some of that love. They uh, have released the BlackBerry Classic. As uh, The Verge called it, the smartphone of yesterday. Yes. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't, it was never broken and uh, they tried to fix it. And so now they're going back to uh, the classic. And essentially that's because there are still a lot of people, especially high level people like CEOs of banks who are still loving their BlackBerry and that QWERTY keyboard. So they decided to bring back that design. So if you want it, you don't have to get an older version of the, of the BlackBerry Bold. Yeah. You can get a new one, but it looks just like the old one. It's it's interesting, Andy. Like, Is this going to light the world on fire? You said the CEOs of banks. Obviously, a lot of people in the finance industry like Blackberries as well. I mean, are there enough of those people to really make a dent? Well, I think that's how they decided to go into the touch screens in the first place. Yeah. They saw the smartphone industry moving towards touch, and they thought, well, we got to get on this. But what they did is they alienated their, their core fan base who loved the QWERTY keyboard because it helped people, especially people who get a lot of emails on their phone, to answer quickly. And that's in the financial industry. People still love their Blackberries. Typically, what you'll see is they have a Blackberry for work and an iPhone or an Android phone for I know. personal in, use. In Toronto, I have so many friends that have that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. But they don't want to give that BlackBerry away. No. They want to complement it with uh, another phone that they could use, another smartphone that's touch. So, so the new BlackBerry Classic, it's uh, got a bit of a larger screen than the old BlackBerry Bold. I think it's a 3.5-inch touch screen on it. It's got the keyboard, all the familiar BlackBerry keys. Uh, it's running the new BlackBerry 10 operating system. It's got the Amazon App Store, so uh, there's a, a truckload of Android apps you can run on it uh, as well. So, you know, it looks like a nice little phone. I think um, from what I read, it's about $450 unlocked. Obviously, if you get it through a carrier, there's probably deals if you get it on a plan, but uh, I think it'll do okay. What, what I don't understand, Mike, is why Amazon's um, store, App Store, which, which has Android apps on it. Why not the Google Play Store? Um, I think the Amazon App Store is more, more of a walled garden. You know what? Amazon, um, you know, they have their Kindle uh, tablets and, and Fire Phone as well. Uh, I think what they do is they actually check out all these apps to make sure that it's a good experience. Because, you know, with the Android apps, the quality control, I think, is a little suspect sometimes. Well, there's so many apps on yeah. Android, and they don't get vetted like they do on um, with Apple. Yeah, to get your app into the Apple Play or Apple Store, App Store is is difficult. Yes. You have to go through a lot of hurdles. But on the Android side, there's a lot of um, bad apps right there, which is funny. One of the most common apps that will take your personal information are those free flashlight apps. Yeah, you think that oh, I'm just oh yeah, the light goes on. This is great, but it's when you consent to. Uh, to download that app, you have no idea what you're consenting to. So you have to be very weary about those uh, flashlight apps. Well, the BlackBerry Classic is here. I don't think it's going to light the world on fire, but I think it'll make uh, a lot of traditional BlackBerry users happy. I was just looking at a stat. There's about less than 1% of smartphone users are on BlackBerry still. Maybe they can get it up to 2%. <laughs> Who knows? 
When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about holiday gift ideas for the uh, the tech enthusiast in your life. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs. You're in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Five days to Christmas. Lots of people in the malls. Obviously, uh, very popular items are the tech items. We've uh, got Julian Saunders on the line from London Drugs to uh, help us with some last-minute uh, gift ideas. <laughs> Looks like he uh, hung up. <laughs> we'll try to get him uh, back uh, on the phone there. What's the contest this week, Andy? We got a fabulous contest. It, this product is so new, we haven't even seen it yet. We're giving away the Mini iPhone 6 charger case. This is the only Apple-authorized iPhone 6 charger case in the world. It'll add 150% battery life to your iPhone 6 in a nice slim case design. It also has a built-in lightning connector on it. So you can have safety and power all inside one case for your iPhone 6. All you have to do is go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest page to win. And, of course, we also still have our five one-year Netflix subscriptions going on. We're going to be selecting those winners later this week, so you want to go and enter that as well. So the iPhone 6 charger case by Millie and the Netflix one-year subscriptions for five five years worth. But we're going to be giving one to each person so they don't get five years of Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little too much, I think. Well, not for me. I could could use that. You're already binging. I know you do. I love it. Going to get uh, Julian on here again. Julian, you there? I am, yep. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. How are the stores? Busy? Oh, yeah. Yep. It, uh, especially in Saskatchewan, we've got a little bit of ice rain happening right here right now, but uh, it's, it's, it is pretty busy. we got our shorts on <laughs> here in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Going to go down to the beach after. Well, it feels a lot more like Christmas here with the snow on the ground. Uh, I know. That's what my daughter said this morning. I wish it wasn't so warm here all the time. I wish it was a little what? snowier. It's really pretty, though, with all the horror frost. It's a great time to pull out your phone and share some shots on Instagram. I know a lot of my Twitter followers are using their little lenses and things to take better pictures of the uh, frost that's on all of the trees. The horror frost is really pretty. What do you call it? Horror frost? Horror frost? (laughs) Yeah, it's what we call it when uh, freezing rain hits the branches and then snow hits it. So it it looks like somebody sprayed uh, that fake snow stuff all over all the trees in Saskatchewan. It's really pretty. Sounds delightful. So, you know, you talked about these little lenses uh, for smartphones. Uh, is this something you guys have in store? It is, yeah. There's a couple now that are uh, universal, so it doesn't matter what kind of a phone you have. If you have an Android, it can be kind of tough because there's only been a few that are form-fitting for specific models. Uh, but there's there's a new one, It's uh, and they're, they're only, uh, they started about $30. The regular about $50. So for anybody looking for a last-minute gift idea, it's, it's awesome because you can do wide-angle or telephoto. So if you're on the beach, you can capture all of those all, more bathing suits, I guess. Uh, or if you <laughs> see any wildlife, you can pull it out. It's, it basically, they, they suction cup onto your phone case, so it doesn't matter what kind of a case you have. And uh, they're, they're, they're a good, good little stocking stuffer. I, I have a lot of fun with them. Do they actually work, though? They, they do. It just there's a little adjustment that you have to do to get the lens to talk to your to get the right distance to your phone. So if they're not uh, if they're if they're not set up correctly, they look bad. But otherwise, they do work well because they've got um, uh, lenses instead of using you know the the processor inside of your phone to digitally change the photos. So uh, whenever you can use uh, glass instead of the phone, it's going to look better. And so this works on both iPhones and Android phones. It does, yep. 
Yeah, there's uh, three versions of them, actually. There's one for ridiculous wide angle, kind of mid-range wide angle. So if you just want to capture more in those, uh, uh, even works on the front camera. So if you want to just capture more in those selfies, you can do just a, a few more people. And uh, then there's uh, uh, telephoto. And what are the brand names on these? Uh, these ones are a generic brand. Uh, it's, it's Ninsu. Ninsu. <laughs> but if you go into one of the stores, they'll know what you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, yeah. Just pop into any of the camera departments at all the London Drugs locations, and they'll, they'll know. Just ask to see their camera lenses, and they'll find the right one for you. I use an Olo clip on my iPad Mini all the time uh, whenever I'm doing photos because I find that it, it captures some neat effects. That one's a little bit more expensive, but it, uh, it's a higher quality, and those ones work really well. But they, it's only for the iPhone and iPad, so... Uh, those are uh, better if you've got an eye person that you're shopping for. To capture the horror frost in Saskatchewan. <laughs> it sounds like a exactly. scary place in Saskatchewan with the horror frost. Well, you know, we get horror frost in minus 40, but it uh, toughens us up, so we're used to it. What uh, other uh, great tech gift items you got? Uh, well, mine, uh, the one that I bought for a couple of people is a Bluetooth uh, speaker called Blue Piston by Logix. And uh, it's small. It's about the size of a... Uh, a small jam, it, or it feels like a small jar of jelly, so it's really easy to throw in your pocket. Uh, the reason I bought a couple is it has a micro SD card slot, so the uh, my my uh, Android phone is is my main phone right now, and I can take the card out of it and pop it right into my uh, right into my speaker and not have to worry about pairing it. But it it also has Bluetooth and a speakerphone function. And it works down to zero degrees, and it's waterproof. So it doesn't matter if you're using it on the beach. If sand gets on it, it's no problem. Uh, or if you're using it out in the rain or snow. So it can. Uh, it's got a little clip on it. So I uh, I clip it onto my jacket, and uh, then whenever I want to have tunes when I'm hanging out with my friends, it's it's right there, and I don't have to um, I don't have to do much. And it's around sixty dollars regular price. Um, so for any last minute shoppers, the little blue piston elements is nice. There's also uh, the Bluetooth piston uh, that's not waterproof, that's uh, a little bit cheaper. It's colorful, has the same features without the little micro SD card slot. So those are uh, the little Bluetooth speakers are, are great for uh, lots of different age ranges. Julian, so speaking you guys, of... you guys use a little one? Or? Well, uh, speaking of Logic, because you said that was made by Logic, uh, what's that backup ba- portable battery charger that's about shaped like a, a lipstick container? Because I've been giving those away to, to friends and family, and they're absolutely loving it. Yeah, they're uh, they're the Piston Power, and that one is the Piston Power 2. So it's uh, just a little bit longer than a tube of lipstick, and it has uh, 2,000 or 2,200, sorry, milliamp batteries. So that's a good cell phone charge on pretty much all phones. Uh, it also has a 2.1 amp output, so it's a fast charger, and uh, that means it also works on tablets. So if you've got a, a 10-inch tablet that needs a little bit more juice, you can uh, plug that baby in. And they're really lightweight is what I love about them. A little bit longer than a lipstick? Yep, yeah. So, uh, so you, it, you know a lot uh, about lipstick, Julian? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we need lip stuff in uh, Saskatchewan. Oh, there we go. Make sure, yeah. Bring Saskatchewan back <laughs> in again. <laughs> I uh, like to talk about what I know, right? Exactly. You know what? Uh, something I featured on Global News uh, this week, uh, also from Logix, is that little My Selfie remote. Yeah. So it's like this little tiny remote control you can put on your keychain, uh, but it works with Android and uh, you know iPhone uh, devices, and allows you to uh, remotely control your phone's camera shutter, which yeah, is pretty. Yeah, cool. it's uh, twenty bucks. So really, really inexpensive. They're on sale right now too for less than twenty, but regular price is uh, twenty five bucks. So 
it's awesome little stocking stuffer. We even uh, we even had a, a customer came in with a, a convertible tablet, a Windows 8.1 tablet, and uh, the selfie remote worked on that even. For the narcissist in your life, or, or teenager. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Or even if you just want to take better shots of the kids with you in it, or if you're looking to get a group shot on your phone, you can sit back and control it, right? So not just for, it's called the My Selfie, but uh, even if you don't take selfies, it might be a big benefit. One more quick one, Julian, what do you got? Uh, the, the, the last one for everybody, I think, uh, is uh, the Chattermits. The new version is Stinselit and uh, has a longer battery, uh, nice and warm. So these are little Bluetooth mitts you hold up to your hold up to your uh, head. You put your you talk in your pinky and you hear through your thumb. So you look like that smart when you're using them. <laughs> I use them all the time to control Google Now and my Android. Yeah. There's also uh, uh, those ones are about the forty dollar mark. Uh, there's also uh, ear uh, muffs and toques that have Bluetooth in them. So that the Bluetooth. Uh, <laughs> then you don't have to have headphones on. It's they've got little uh, speakers and microphone built in them. So there's a lot of outerwear these days for anybody in Alberta, Saskatchewan, or maybe BC when it gets cold, and uh, that, that love them. There's the beanie uh, hats are really popular on the ski hills. So if you have a skier, check out the, go to the store and check out the Bluetooth um, toques. Julian, I want to thank you as always for joining us on the show, and uh, obviously people can see all the stuff in store and on LondonDrugs.com. You got it, yep. Just go to LondonDrugs.com and click on the gift ideas. Good luck with the horror frost. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks, Merry Julian. Christmas. The contest, one more time, Andy. We're giving away the Millie iPhone 6 charger case. This is the world's only Apple-authorized iPhone 6 charger case that adds 150% battery life to your iPhone 6, and it can give you both safety and power all inside that case. Just go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. We're going open line in the second part of the show, taking your tech calls and questions, 604-280-9898. Long distance, 1-877-399-9898. We'll be back shortly after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo and Andy Brar here. We're going to be going open line. Later on the hour, we'll be talking with Christina Stoinova about App of the Week. Want to stay tuned for that. 604-280-9898. Long distance, 1-877-399-9898. Will be your on-air tech supporter if you want some buying advice for Christmas here. Last-minute buying advice. Last, well, it's five days left. We'll see. Going to jump here to Mel in Cloverdale. How you doing, Mel? Not bad, thanks. What can we do for you? Well, I have a laptop computer, an H or whatever you call it, and HP. And I got so many emails that when you you press one, then you got to put delete. Press one, delete, delete. How can you delete the whole bloody delete the whole thing at one time? That's a great question. So you're using uh, Outlook or Windows Mail or something? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's HP. I'm yeah. not that smart on computers. Okay, so there's actually some shortcuts there. Uh, one thing you can do when you're in your list of emails, there, click on one of them, and then uh, on your keyboard, hit the Control key and the A key at the same time. Control and A. And that will actually select all of them, which is fabulous. But be careful. That selects everything in your inbox. If you just want to select certain ones, what you can do, uh, is it Control and S? Control S. I don't know. I think it is. Uh, No, what is it? We'll we'll look that up. Um, And there's also Control Shift, where you can actually uh, select one at the start of where you want to delete it, and then... Keep holding it down and then click at the end. So if there's like 10 of them in a row, uh, again, hold down the control uh, key and the shift key and just 
select the first one and then the last one and those will all light up and you can delete those. Yeah, it, it really comes down to what kind of client you're using for your email because um, each one has a different way to select all. For example, in Gmail, there is a little checkbox right on the top left-hand corner that will select everything that you see on that page, all the emails. And from there, you can mark them as unread, you can delete them, or mark them as read. So um, what, first, what you want to do is find out what client you're using, and then from there, um, determine the way to select everything on, on those emails. Because Outlook, Gmail, um, I'd say Outlook, the web version of Outlook are all different. Going to jump here to some more calls, 604-280-9898. We've uh, got Marley in Vancouver. Hey, Marley. Hey, guys. like your show. Um, a question about Slingbox. I'm, I'm interested in being able to access my TV from our cabin or when we're away, which I understand Slingbox does. Others don't, like Roku and so on. Um, is Slingbox the only... Um, uh, Type that does that? Are there different ones that we can I can access uh, uh, wirelessly remotely? Probably the easiest one. So you you want to be able to access your your TV content remotely, essentially? Yeah. Let's say uh, the Canucks game is on. I'm in Palm Springs and yeah. I want to watch the game on my device. I would probably say that's the easiest one right now. So the Slingbox <clears throat> is a device you hook up to your uh, your cable box or your satellite box, and then through the internet, you can watch that content yeah. on uh, your laptop, your tablet, or smartphone. So basically how Slingbox works is you connect your cable vision to this little box, but then you also connect that to your wireless network in your home. From there, you can use the Sling uh, app on your mobile device, whether it's your smartphone or tablet, and anywhere you have internet connection, you'll be able to essentially stream that cable vision signal from your home to wherever you are, be it Palm Springs or, or what, what have you. Um, to my knowledge, that's the only solution that I know of. We've tried it. It, it does work. It can get a little buggy. You're going to need a really good, strong internet connection on both ends, the one at home and also the one where you are at. And so to be careful, when you're in Palm Springs, you want to make sure that um, you've got a good internet connection that's not costing you a lot of money as well because you're streaming video yes. essentially so uh you don't want to be down there and streaming video to your smartphone if you haven't got a good plan down there because you're going to get an enormous bill yes. but if you're in a, a hotel or something that's got you know wi-fi included or you're paying whatever 10 bucks or 15 bucks a day for the wi-fi uh then that would work absolutely i couldn't imagine trying to stream slingbox um, on your data plan because that will add up very, very quickly. You'll definitely want to be on um, a Wi-Fi network to do it. You'll notice that it can get a little bit laggy, um, but it's probably the best. And we'll, and they've been around for, for years now. Yeah. So, so know, they've definitely got something going there. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing. And, you know, especially now with tablets and smartphones, uh, being able to access that content, uh, it's fantastic. But again, I mean, even if you're in Canada on your smartphone, like say, for example, if I travel to Toronto and I was watching all my content on my smartphone, you got to make sure that you're not going over your data yeah. allotment every month. Because a lot of people, I think on average, have like one gig of data on their monthly plans. You're going to burn through that if you're watching a bunch of Canucks games. I, I know some people who have a, games. I know people who have a Slingbox at home, and they just use it so they can watch cable on their tablet when they're in bed. Oh, really? Yeah, and, so, and that would work really well because it's on the same network, yeah. and it just gives you that flexibility. If you have, if you're someone like myself who has one of those over-the-air HD satellite or antennas on top of your house, 
there is other solutions that do very similar. Um, there's a company called Tableau, yep. Canadian company, that will also do that, where you can get those over-the-air HD signals, those free signals that all the um, local broadcast um, air. You can do that the same way, and almost it gives you almost like a Netflix type of interface, so you can be remotely somewhere else and still get those uh, local broadcast signals wherever you are. We're open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. If you need any buying advice here before Christmas for uh, gadgets, we can help you with that. Or if you've got uh, some uh, troubles you're having, 604-280-9898. Long distance, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. We're taking your calls and questions, 604-280-9898. got Terry on the line. Hey, Terry. You there, Terry? Yeah, yeah, I am. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, you got something about emptying out the emails? That's right. Yeah. I just, uh, I was just saying that um, uh, what I do with my emails is that uh, I keep them, I keep them uh, on my Outlook Express. I, I, I keep all the, um, all the emails go right to the uh, recycle bin. So out of 110 emails, I, I might get maybe three, three that I want. I'll just drag those back over to the inbox. Everything else is already in the uh, recycle bin, and just boom, they're gone. They're all taken care of. <laughs> and I've been doing that for a couple of years now, and it works out great. You sound like you get. Sometimes if I'm away for a couple of days, I come back. I might have 200 emails, but I'm only interested in maybe three or four of them. Everything else is garbage, you know, right? And so by having them already in the in the recycle bin, it's already done. It sounds like you get as much junk as I do. Yeah, so it's just a, like a little tip. I never hear that tip anywhere, so I don't know if no, I. No, I, I like it. I like it. That's good. So what uh, Terry Terry does here is he just drags all of the emails into the recycle bin and then just picks the three or four that he wants and puts them back. I have a good tip, too, about how to avoid um, getting all that spam email. Typically, most people have uh, a personal email yeah. and a work email. What I've always recommend people do is create a social email. So anytime you go to a website and they say, well, we need your email address, don't use your personal. Don't use your work email. Use this social email you can set up like a gmail account yeah and then all that garbage just goes into this one email address and that way you don't have to work through all the clutter of all the spam that you get on, on both boxes from your personal account and your uh your your work emails yeah it's weird like for a while there um i was getting truckloads of spam and then for a while it actually went down dramatically yeah but now i find it's up again well it was that that anti-spam legislation that yes. went so everybody had to consent you had to consent to get all these uh emails and same thing i saw a surge going down but they have made their way back up i know i'm like i didn't consent to all <laughs> to any of this stuff here so uh you know it's unfortunate like email whether we like it or not is going to be around for many years to come i know there's so many other ways to communicate online now yeah uh, with all these instant messenger programs and, you know, there's all sorts of new things coming up, but email is still the de facto business tool, really. I, st- I still remember, like, the early, mid-90s, where it was like, email, it's going to save our lives and give us so much free time. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> now we're trapped. We're going to jump here to Ray in Coquitlam. Hey, Ray. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I just had a question about the uh, Surface Pro 3. Yeah. Yeah, um, basically, uh, the first question is, is that the, the direction of laptop computing now? Is it that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, you know, I, you know, everything's getting thinner now, and you're seeing a lot of these convertible laptops that can be used not only as a laptop, but uh, as a tablet as well. The nice thing about the Surface 3 is that it actually has, like, 
true laptop power in it. A lot of these convertibles are kind of scaled down yeah. tablets that can't really run a lot of stuff. Uh, so the Surface uh, Pro 3 there can actually run like all your Windows programs. And one thing you want to, if you're interested in getting the Surface Pro 3, you have to look that they have two different types of cases for uh, the Surface Pro. One is um, has a key, built-in keyboard, but the other, there's two versions. One has a tactile one, so it almost simulates a real keyboard. Yeah. And the other one's more of a touch. Yeah. So it doesn't have those like clicking of the buttons. Yeah, so you want, I, the, you want the better one. The tactile one. Yeah. That one will, will make it almost function just like a laptop. The other one doesn't really work, and it feels weird when you're used to actually pressing buttons. This one's they're just like pads, and they don't work as good. So definitely make the investment to get the tactile keyboard cover for the Surface Pro 3. Yeah, so, I mean, you're going to see a lot of these convertibles out there, uh, some of them just for a few hundred dollars. I know the Surface uh, Pro 3 is uh, up there as far as price, seven yeah. or $800. But that's because it's got like full power. It's got the full Intel Core chips set in there and enough memory uh, to do all the computing that you need, you know, especially if you're running your, all your Windows programs, old ones and new ones. And there's a lot of ways to interact with it. You can have, of course, a trackpad mouse. That's you, built into it. That's built into the, the case. Uh, you, of course, you have the keyboard. You have the touch. You, know, you can actually function with a touch, and it comes with the stylus. So there's four different ways to interact with it. And you can hook up it. a mouse. And you can hook up a mouse yeah. and an external monitor. So this thing is, uh, it is, like you say, a powerhouse. No, that's right. You know, uh, I guess one, one complaint is that the screen is not as big as, like, a 15-inch laptop. Yeah. But the portability is fantastic. Like, I remember carrying around, like, 15-pound laptops. Mm-hmm. I mean, my shoulder still droops on one side yeah, <laughs> from, exactly. from those days. But, you know, these new convertibles like the Surface Pro there, amazing. Like, you don't even feel that in your bag. Absolutely. And it's great for students as well who are looking for a tablet and a, and a laptop all in one. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to find out what the app of the week is with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Brar. It's that time of the week, Andy. App of the Week with Christina Stoinova. How's it going, Christina? Good. How are you? Good. What do we got? Um, so going with the Christmas theme, uh, it's four days till Christmas. Well, just over four days till Christmas. So I wanted to talk about a little app that uh, is good if you've got kids or grandkids around or whatever. Um, it's called Sleeps to Christmas 2, and it's available on iPhone. Sleeps to Christmas too. Yes. And what does this thing do? It actually gives you a countdown yep. uh, of the days, hours, minutes, and seconds to Christmas. Because if it wasn't annoying enough that your kids are badgering you daily, when's Christmas, when's Christmas, when's Christmas, now they can put it on their iPhone. Yes, but kids are excited about this, and this is a fun little, little they can, way they can for look at them the to app count down. And just watch the time tick down. <laughs> <laughs> so the parents don't have to be distracted. Just look at the app, son. And you'll you'll know how long it is till Christmas. For the record, right now it's four days, thirteen hours, six minutes, and thirty two seconds till Christmas. But who's counting? Just in case you didn't know this, <laughs> Christina. That <is laughs> <laughs> this app is. Um, yeah, so it comes with a few different screens with different characters. So you've got Santa, a snowman, a little elf, and a gingerbread man. And it's also got some built in Christmas carols, so uh, your kids can annoy you by playing those right off the phone. Excellent. Speaking of apps, I know I don't know if this exists, but I'm pretty sure it does. There must be an app out there that's a Santa tracker. So during Christmas, there is a Santa tracker app. Actually, it was uh, created by Ogilvy. Um, but I was looking at the reviews, and it seems to be that it's a bit buggy. So 
That's why it's not really giving you an accurate reading on where Santa is. Uh, It just seems to not work for for everyone. If NORAD put like a GPS tracker on on Santa so that they can track him where he goes. Well, isn't that an invasion of his privacy? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Technically, yes. If Santa had a smartphone, what what phone do you think he would be using? Well, clearly an iPhone. I have a feeling Santa's an Android guy. Do you? Yes. Do you really think yes. so? Yes. Do you think Santa can figure that out? Sa- Santa's cool. You know, he's always on the the newest trends. The iPhone so yesterday. He's going to go for the the have latest. You, have you seen Santa? A uh, couple of times. Yeah. 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 He ate my cookies once, so I know he exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Santa, it was funny. Uh, back when my kids were younger, uh, they were always trying to, you know find out if Santa was real or not. And they're, you know, obviously getting old enough to sus- suspect maybe that he wasn't. So uh, I actually, one Christmas, uh, took a photo of my living room with the Christmas tree and everything and Photoshopped a Santa <laughs> into our <laughs> living room. Because, um, you know, it's hard to capture images of of real Santa. Wait, wait, you Photoshopped it, like yourself? Yes. I thought you only could use, like, Corel Draw. Or okay, I, I use Corel Draw, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to use terminology that everyone understands yeah so anyway i showed my kids the next day and no they're just like oh that's photoshop that's uncle anton he came over uh as santa but anyway it didn't work it didn't work no now now i'm wondering is is santa on twitter i'm sure he is yeah i gotta i'm gonna have to look up that and see what kind of tweets santa does uh during the holidays wonder if he has a facebook page too i do a lot of research today you never know. Yeah. Well, speaking of Christmas, Christmas contest. Yes, we're giving away the Mini iPhone 6 charger case. It's the world's only Apple-authorized iPhone 6 charger case, and it comes with a built-in lightning connector all inside the case. It can add up to 150% more power to your iPhone 6. It gives you both safety and power all inside this case. It's a company out in Asia that's just making inroads in North America. So they're going to be giving us uh, a bunch a, of these. Is it a full away. case? It's a full case. Yeah. So you put your phone inside and then it has the built-in battery pack inside it. Yeah. And a little cable that you can just charge. So whenever you need extra juice, you just connect it and uh, you're good to go. I already know you're going to want one of these because... Uh, well, I do have an iPhone 6. You do. Have, how convenient. Yes. So uh, if you want to win this, just go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com and enter on the contest tab. You'll also see that we're giving away five one-year Netflix subscriptions on our website for the holidays. So you want to enter that while you're on our site, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Well, we had some great uh, gift ideas from Julian over at London Drugs uh, earlier in the show. Uh, you know, some things I recommend for last-minute stocking stuffers. Uh, obviously, the little uh, extra battery chargers you can get for smartphones and tablets now. Uh, you know, they start in the $25, $30 range. Yeah. Obviously, you can go up to, you know, $70 depending how big you want them. Uh, also, cases are fantastic gift ideas. Everyone's got a tablet now. Uh, there's so many different types of cases. You can get speaker cases for them to you know, blast the tunes or ruggedized cases if they're uh, taking them out and about. And if you're looking for a gift idea for dad, one of the best things I came across is an Android smartphone built by Caterpillar, the guys who make the big industrial equipment. They have the Cat B15 smartphone. This thing is rugged. If your dad breaks phones, he's not going to be able to break this one. And it's also waterproof. So you want to check that out as well. Christina, what uh, tech gift do you want for Christmas? Oh, God. 
That's a tricky question. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> you want them all? I do want them all, actually. Some new headphones would be nice. Headphones, another great gift idea. Yeah, well. there's. you know what's starting to take off is the wireless headphones that connect through Bluetooth to your smartphone. Oh, those are awesome. They last like six, seven hours. It's amazing that the battery inside them can last that long, but they're using Bluetooth 4 technology, which does use low energy, which enables them to have that battery life. I also showed a really cool pair on Global News, uh, Global Noon Hour News on yeah. uh, Wednesday. Zip Buds. So you know those how they always get tangled, the little headphones? Well, they actually zip right up, Yeah, which is fantastic. Like a zipper. Yeah, so you can do actually a, a Google search on that, Zip Buds. Looks like that's all the time we have left for Get Connected. Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next week.